Peter McFair, you're an Irish Jesuit. You've been working with the homeless people in Irish society for many, many years. This controversy that has grown up or this language that seems to have exploded on the scene in the last while um, regarding the homeless, that it's almost normal, that we have to sort of bear with it. It's always going to be with us and that perhaps in some ways the homeless people are responsible for their own condition and that uh, other organisations are getting in the way. A lot of things going on. What's your initial reaction to the general melee around the commentary around homelessness? My initial reaction is that I now have even less confidence uh, that this government is going to address the problem of homelessness uh, in any sort of serious way. I always had grave uh, reservations with the government's uh, strategy for ending homelessness. Now it appears to me that the government, uh, the Taoiseach at least, is downplaying the the crisis of homelessness that we have by trying to compare it uh, with with other countries and compare it very uh, uh, inaccurately with other countries because the report that he's using to compare us with other countries explicitly states that you cannot use these figures for inter-country comparisons because different countries count homeless people in different ways. So it's a downplaying of the problem of homelessness, which worries me, and also a tendency to blame homeless people for their homelessness. Uh, I mean, that's the sort of Dickensian attitude. You blame the poor for being poor. The reality is that homelessness is primarily caused by failure of government policies. Uh, rather than any moral or other defects in the in, in the homeless person. So for me, it's quite worrying that those who make the decisions in our society uh, are are have those particular attitudes towards homeless people and towards the problem of homelessness in general. Where do you think it's coming from? It, it strikes me as quite unusual because we have Leo Varadkar speaking. We have Dr. Dr. Connor Skeen, chair of the housing agency, making the same kind of statements that it's almost normal and comparative, as you say, which he shouldn't have done because the report says that shouldn't happen. We've Eileen Gleeson um, very high up in, 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 in the homelessness strategy with our government. They're saying these things, and yet it is exactly a narrative that is not common among ordinary people of Ireland. And, and the ordinary people really do seem to accept that we have a real crisis on our hands. Why, why do you think they're doing this? Well, I think it's actually a coincidence, but it's a welcome coincidence because it has now highlighted the issue in a way that uh, hasn't been highlighted before. It highlights the government's attitude towards the problem of homelessness and it highlights the response of the authorities towards homelessness. And it is coming in for severe criticism from the public. Uh, so I think it has uh, served a positive, uh, had a positive impact. The, I think it's, uh, it, it all started, it seems to me, with Conor Skeehan's uh, remark. He was the former head of the housing uh, agency who said that Ireland's homeless figures were on a par or even lower than other countries. Now, as I say, he's misusing uh, a report by the OECD. It seems that Leo Varadkar picked up on that and uh, got his civil servants to sort of pull out the data from the report. And he repeated the same error that Conor Skeen had made. Uh, and then the, the current remarks about uh, homeless people 
it seems to me just to reflect an attitude uh, that is uh, totally out of date and totally inaccurate in terms of uh, of homeless people mm-hmm. to to make those remarks suggest to me that the person involved doesn't understand homeless people doesn't understand how they think or feel or how they experience homelessness i mean the remark about people giving out uh, uh, soup and sandwiches as being a, a hindrance uh, to solving the problem it really reflects an attitude where you say, you know, if you try to make life comfortable for the poor, they will simply settle down and uh, and not make any effort to help themselves. So let's make life as uncomfortable for them as possible. The reality is that giving out food and sandwiches has very little to do with food and sandwiches. Mm. It's to do with friendship. Mm. It's to do with somebody coming along, sitting down beside you for two or three minutes, knowing your name, Mm. asking you how you are, treating you with respect. uh, And that's priceless for homeless people who are living Mm. on the streets. So Mm. I think uh, it reflects an attitude, it seems to me, and I may be wrong, but reflects the attitude of somebody who only understands homelessness from reports that they're reading uh, from uh, from articles that are given to them on their desk. Which I would have to say is breathtaking because I think for anybody in Ireland who has been living in Ireland for the last number of years um, can see you're walking home at night and there are homeless people in the freezing cold trying to get shelter. We have 3,000 children in, in, in hotel accommodation having been put out of their homes, families who couldn't pay their mortgages. There have been programmes on primetime television and you're watching them and you're almost in tears as, as a member of Irish society. And in fairness to Irish people, they have rallied round. They made homelessness an issue in the last election when it wasn't made an issue and that was reported by many uh, people on the doorsteps canvassing. Is this government utterly and completely out of touch and its administration as well? And that would seem to be the case. I would agree with you. I think uh, Fine Gael are completely out of touch with, with this issue and other issues also affecting the poor. As you rightly say, the majority of people becoming homeless today are getting thrown out of private rented accommodation because the government has failed to control rents. It has failed to uh, disallow uh, evictions of families into homelessness, which is what happened during the famine days, and we're still allowing it to continue today. It's the failure of government policies that has 3,100 children living in hotels and bed and breakfast, not any moral defect on the part of their parents. And indeed, uh, the, the, the remark was quite an insult. Uh, to the vast majority of homeless people who are struggling uh, to survive, the vast majority of parents who are struggling to bring up their uh, their children. You have to remember that, you know, in the census last year, 31% of homeless people who are of working age and eligible to work were actually working. Yeah. These are not the layabouts that... Uh, some attitudes would uh, would suggest they are. They were actually working, but their income was not sufficient to allow them to pay a rent in the private rented sector. That's an issue for government. It's not an issue for the person who's working and is unable uh, to, to earn a higher wage. 
And it's also, again, more staggering. I, I, I am lost for words on this one. And objectivity, I think, is not an option because truth is not in the middle. Um, when one looks at the primetime programme last week, exposing even the people who are getting some accommodation living in horrendous conditions. Um, it makes you think, like, how can a government say these things and think that the people of Ireland are looking at it and saying, you're right? Yes, I mean, those people weren't homeless, technically. Uh, They're not counted, certainly, in the homeless figures. But I have seen some awful accommodation uh, that people are living in. And people who are living in that terrible accommodation are unable to complain. Because if they complain, they're going to get kicked out and they're actually going to become homeless. So they're afraid to complain. Uh, It's uh, And one of at least one of those properties that was shown on primetime television uh, was being funded by the government's HAP scheme, which really just uh, illustrates how abysmal is the government's policy of trying to house homeless people in the in the private rented sector. With the rents being demanded today and the HAP rates that are available to homeless people, the only accommodation in the private rented sector that homeless people are going to get is accommodation at the bottom end where standards are abysmal. And the government is, is pursuing that uh, policy and uh, is funding that, uh, that, that policy. Next year, according to the budget figures, the taxpayer will be giving private landlords €2 million Euros every single day to house low-income families. And that, over a 10-year period, would come to €7.5 billion, Euros, and that €7.5 billion Euros would not result in one single extra house being built or being made available. I mean, it is scandalous. And I have spoken to you many times over the years. I remember about four years ago speaking to you and you specifically warned of the train wreck coming down the tracks regarding people who were in families in accommodation who would end up being out of their homes. And you said that and I have the interview. I'm listening to you now. I'm getting that same sinking feeling in my stomach. Is there anything that we can do to change what is happening um, in our society and how our government is responding? And can I ask you on a personal note, do you despair? Well, I think actually while you're talking about it, I think this problem could get much, much worse. There are 47,000 houses or apartments in mortgage arrears of more than two years. And if government does not change its policies on uh, on restructuring debts and allowing banks to restructure debts, many of those will be repossessed and many of their occupants will be turfed out, some of them to become homeless. The government are also hoping for thousands of employees to relocate here in Ireland after Brexit. And they're going to be looking for accommodation in a private rented sector that cannot cope at the moment. So I think things could get uh, much, much, much worse. However, I think the public indignation over the last week has been a very positive uh, development. And maybe it will be the beginning of sustained pressure being placed on the government to address this this problem uh, more effectively. The government says, at least the Taoiseach has said, that uh, their policy is working. 
Now, their policy was uh, launched in September, in July of 2016. And every single month since then, for the last 15 months, the number of homeless people, homeless families and homeless children has increased. How can you say a policy is working if 15 months in a row, the number of homeless people has simply gone up and up and up? The dogs in the street know it's not working. And until the government realise it's not working and go back to the drawing board and start again, then uh, we're not going to get anywhere. Starting again means providing social housing. It means providing what we used to call council houses. And you can either get those by building them or by acquiring them, by taking over some of the you some of the boarded up empty houses and apartments that are in every single town and city in Ireland we've got to get back to providing between 5 and 10,000 social houses uh, every every year over the next uh, 10 years if we're going to address this problem and there's no sign that the government are are moving in that direction and and that's what i mean there is no sign that they are moving in their direction is this an ideological thing is this something that only a government from the left is going to tackle? I mean, is it as basic as people having to vote for the people who say they will do this, regardless of the consequences regarding other things? Because at this point in time, one can only put one's hands in your head and think, this government so does not get what you are saying, what other housing agencies are saying, and what has been said to them for the last number of years. It's, it's, it's largely an ideological uh, uh, position. Uh, we got into this mess uh, because of an ideological position which uh, decided that uh, the social housing, housing of low-income families should be provided by the private market. And so we stopped building social houses. Into, in 1985, this country built 6,900 social houses in 2015, this country built 75 social houses. It's the, the, the reliance on the private sector, particularly the private rented sector, to provide social housing that has been the cause uh, of the problems that we face today. And to rely on the private rented sector to solve the problems that we're facing today seems to me absurd. And I, I do not believe it has any hope uh, of succeeding. Finally, Peter McFerry, to anybody listening to this podcast, um, just ordinary people, what what would you like to see them do? Anything that could do something to well, make the, the stop? Well, three things people can do. First of all, if you are uh, in an area where homeless people exist, do, do talk to them. Uh, you don't have to provide soup and sandwiches, but you can do what the soup and sandwiches uh, in t- are intended to do, and that is to, to simply talk to homeless people and to talk to them as, as somebody who's just exactly the same as ourselves, talk to them with respect and dignity. Uh, secondly, of course, all the voluntary housing associations depend on voluntary funding and donations to keep their services going so people can, of course, donate. But most importantly of all, solving this problem is a political problem. This is a political problem. It must have a political solution. And we've got to start putting pressure on our politicians to address this problem with policies that will be effective and that can be seen to be effective. Thank you very much indeed, Peter McFerry. Pleasure. Thank you.